Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 85 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Viba from IU, or as most of you probably pronounce it, AYU Sunless from beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee. She is an amazing person and a wonderful contact to have in this industry. She's actually a chemist, has created her own products for years, and her and her husband have teamed up to create the business that is now IU Sunless. Again, they've been around for a couple decades. She's a, she's a true chemist that develops her own products, which is amazing. She shares some great insights and information in this interview, including me asking about the back and forth between a rapid and a regular DHA and all these different things that we want to understand better or spray tan artists want to understand better so they can better educate their clients and just have a better understanding about the entire the entire process of how the actual products work. Well, if you want to learn from anyone, Viva is the person to go to. Viva, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It was a true pleasure to get to know you a little bit better. Obviously, we knew each other some before, but it's always good to, to dive a little bit deeper and learn more about you. Again, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story. It's wonderful. Everybody, sit down, take some time to listen to this. Viva share some great insights. Viva, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining us for this episode. And as always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for sunless tanning businesses. And let me tell you why this is important and how it's different from all the other website builders or services that you may find out there. Our websites are created specifically for the industry and they're optimized out of the box to help you rank higher on Google. The keywords here we're looking for is SEO or search engine optimization. Your website will be optimized out of the box to perform at its best capabilities. Now, there's tons of do-it-yourself builders and things out there, but we truly believe that we have the best product in the market, and I stand behind that a thousand percent. I've seen the difference it's made in people's business and their lives, and I want to reach more people to help more people. So come check us out, happytans.com. Click the Create Your Website button. We have a wonderful option that's called the done for you or done with you option where we'll actually build out the entire website for you. We just need a little bit of information for you to get started and we'll take it from there. Your website will be customized beautifully by our team. It'll be optimized and ready to go. And the typical turnaround time is about two business days. A new website done in two days for less than a couple hundred dollars. In fact, if you sign up today and use the code podcast, when you sign up, the first month won't be $29. It'll be $1. That'll save you $28 so you can see what your website will look like when you sign up and set it up. So come check us out, happytans.com forward slash website, or click the blue create your website button at the top of the website. If you have any questions, I'm always here to help. I want to help you win. Grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again, Viva, and happy tanning. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Viva from IU Sunless in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Viva, how are you doing today? Hi, Grant. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your uh, your time and your knowledge and expertise with us. And you know, this I'm I'm excited for these interviews. We're doing a series of interviews with different founders or or people that work for some of the manufacturers or other service providers in the industry. So just kind of give a background about you know a, a background about the company and and whatnot. So your experience and everything. So uh, let me open up the floor for a second. If you want to introduce yourself for those, for those of you that don't know Viva or, or IU Sunless, or some people call it AYU Sunless. Um, I just want to give you a second to kind of introduce yourself to those listeners. Yeah, 
Yeah, so my name is Viva Matwana. I am actually a cosmetic chemist of almost 28 years. And uh, I started IU Sunless in early 2000. Um, we are located in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I started business by myself, but um, then I, in over the in around 2010, I had also asked my husband, who is also a research and product development chemist. He also joined me. And so together we actually done IU Sunless as, uh, uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So yeah, I guess when I, when I talk more, maybe I can, you know, say more things, but I, that's, sure. yeah. So, so the early 2000s, so it's a couple decades already in the industry. Yes, yes. It's been it's it's been almost like for IU Sunless, it's uh, almost 19 years. Um, in uh, Sunless canning is 20 uh, um, almost 20 20 years now, 21 years. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. It's hard to believe. I mean, I got in the industry a decade ago, 2011, thanks to Mike, obviously, and Shirley at Shirley Sunless. And then uh, you know, to imagine that that much long, <laughs> being around that much longer, it's like what what was it even like back then? Who was uh when you when you first started? Who were the main providers i'm i guess norvell probably yeah and actually you know so um, as i said i'm a cosmetic chemist and i've been working in the skincare industry for such a long time i um the first time i was not aware of canning sorry but you know as you know i am i don't really need to can so i was uh, i wasn't not uh, not aware of that but i had a project in my hand that says develop a product with uh, dihydroxyacetone for sunless tanning products. And so as a, as a chemist, you know, you had to put your hats on because that's what you, you have to research and, and find out what it is, why someone using it. And that made me so curious. And I developed the product for the company. And that's how I actually very first time figured out sunless tanning and, and how the product works. And yes, there are like Norvell, um, I think um, um, the other product, um, I think there was a couple of them that they're no longer, uh, but I think like Fake and Bake, uh, Fake yeah. Bake or the Breeze, you know, things, people like the, the companies like that were, were a big player. Um, but then uh, also um, like the tanning, indoor tanning industry by itself, they are the ones actually bringing out sunless tanning. That's where that's where most of the com- most of the people manufacture were actually the indoor tanning, like the tanning bed lotions and creams, and those were the things that was available at that time. Or most popular, sunless tanning was just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think they were they were starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel for sunless tanning as a, a viable option. I'm, I'm sure the lotions were super popular as well. So that first product that you developed or, or that you had to develop was it so somebody was coming to you saying hey we need you to put something together and was that like a lotion or was that an actual spray on sunless solution yeah that was actually a spray on solution so the company that i was working with they so as a so you know they're like a contract manufacturer and so they did the they did man, um, manufacturing for so when the client comes in we as a chemist get the the projects you know so that's how I, it was actually a spray, uh, spray tan product. So it was the solution that was, uh, that, and that was the fun part. It was the solution. There was like very little knowledge out there uh, of, you know, how to formulate, but uh, yeah, so it was a challenge, but yeah, it was the spray tan solution. Okay. And then once you 
made that for them? Did that open your eyes to say, hey, I should do this as our own thing? And not really, actually. So, um, you know, that was a project he was done. Um, then uh, we had actually also helped creating the like a tannic, like other products, like a tannic extender with the dihydroxyacetone, you know, so the products that work with the solution. That didn't create me, uh, like my mind go, oh, I should do this. But the problem is when we submitted the formulation, all the details, you know, and then the company put the product out in the market, I look at the ingredient listing. And I see that, you know, there is very little that what we formulated went in there. Um, the other thing is it also op- gave me a chance to go visit like a expo in Nashville for yeah. indoor tanning. I wanted to go just check it out. And uh, what I saw is the, the tanning industry, like the sunless tanning products, I, in my search, I figured out like why someone used a tanning product. Yes, to look beautiful and that is the one part there is okay well i say there is the main part but also people they cannot be in the sun people who are going to have some kind of autoimmune disease you know so they are they are using these products to make them you know feel like they are out and about in summer and they have a summer glow so i realized that you know even though we do the formulation companies would not don't have to add everything because you know they they are also looking at the cost so um at given time we were also moving to um, um another city so i decided you know i can try doing this on my own and see what happens i wasn't sure where i don't have i didn't have any marketing knowledge i sure. only am a formulator you know a cosmetic chemist you know like have a expert in how to formulate the product. But I put the product together and um, in I think the first time I put the product out there was 2002 and the 2002, so early 2003. I submitted the product to, at that time, there is no longer, if you do this search, it's sunless.com. It used to be a huge forum where Vicky and uh, Kim and there were Carla, those ladies were, I think the veteran of the Sunless product, <laughs> mm-hmm. they were, they had a, like a group of people there. They did testing for our products. They, uh, we submitted so many samples and, uh, and, 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 you know, we went from there, they accepted it. They loved the product. And we started the company, like I started the company. I said, okay, I think I can do it. It was slow. As you know, the marketing can really take you to the next level. So for yeah. me, it was slow beginning, but it has been continuously amazing growth for us sure. uh, since 2003. Yeah. So what did you, I mean, I guess back then, what did you really do to, on the marketing side of things? Did you bring in somebody outside? Did word of mouth do it? How did you, what did you leverage, I guess, to start to grow the brand? Mainly word of mouth. And having the website and show, take people over there. So, you know, it's like mainly it's a word of mouth and send, sending samples. Um, when someone called, I was always there to answer. So we, I think once people use the product, I have a, still have an amazing amount of clients that started with me in 2003 and are still my clients wow. at this point. So. Wow. Yes, word of mouth head and then the product quality. I think that too spoke for me a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. It's 
you know, something we always talk about on the podcast with people is like the customer lifetime value and how long, you know, if somebody starts working with you or, or becomes a customer, whether you're a manufacturer or even a spray tan provider, and it's like how long they stay with you, how much money they spend with you, not from a money perspective per se, they're obviously probably like friends at this point, you know them, but still that, that the amount of effort to get one person and how much that can mean over the years, right? It's people, yeah. are, people are short-sighted like, oh, this is only a $45 spray tan, but they don't consider that that person's going to stay with you for six years and spend, you know, $8,000, whatever it is. And then you're like, oh, okay, maybe it is worth it to spend a little bit more on marketing. Um, yeah. So that, that's awesome to hear with that. And, and just to kind of take a step back, the, the IU or AYU, what does that mean? So IU is the word from like Ayurveda. It's a holistic system of health, which promotes health, wellness, and balance. And so, uh, you know, as uh, I always wanted to have my own skincare line. Actually, I started working on my skincare line before came to the Sunless Tanning. So I left the name as it is because my whole goal is to create the product that is that is well balanced. It will also give your skin, you know, that it, it gives you the result, you know, it and also nourishes and feeds your skin. So that was the whole important part. It's creating the product that's well balanced and and gives you that healthy healthy skin benefit. So that's where the word Ayu comes from. It's from Ayurveda. Okay. And what I guess if you had to say, and this isn't like no, no dissing other companies or anything about that, what, what would you say set you apart from other brands out there that, that you know, obviously, I don't know if you know all of them, but at least what would you say is that a couple of differentiating factors? Yeah, I mean, you know, for by now, because of so long, I then I know there's so many emerging brands and there are so many brands that's already there. Sure. I think the main, even to these days, I think what makes us a difference is, uh, it's the it's how we make the product. When we create the product, we always keep the very skin barrier in mind. So I understand it's a sunless tanning product. So the main goal is uh, a great tan color, you know, but then with that, feeding and nourishing your skin should be that is our that is our main goal. So when our skin is healthy and then you tan, your tan looks beautiful because it wears properly it fades properly you know so the, the i think to this day so we don't create the usual we don't formulate with the usual ingredients that you would find in any other sunless tanning products we have created our own proprietary blend of ingredients by a process of micro emulsion and uh, we found a synergistic ingredient like uh, that you can usually find on your skin barrier like um, lipids and emollients and also uh, different type of vitamins, hyaluronic acid, things like that. And synergistically blended that with the dihydroxyacetone, DHA, to create the product. So it created a, a what do you call it, delivery system, which can work just like, you know, alcohol will work on, on the other products. Yeah. This delivery system actually helps to create a beautiful color with the DHA on the skin. At the same time, it's keeping your skin at, uh, at the healthy state with the supple and smoothness. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's the main difference between, and you know, sometimes you see the ingredient reads the same. It's not only the ingredients, it's what, how you, how you make the product, 
So the process and the concentration of the ingredients that also makes a big difference in the final formulation. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I was, I was going to say that I've, I've looked at your ingredients before and they're not that I know all the products, but if you look, they're generally like these few handful of ingredients that you see in all the products, but yours definitely has some additional ones. I'd say more, usually more ingredients than I would you typically see in things that I haven't ever seen in other products. So that's pretty cool that you guys have come up with your own proprietary formula, which obviously is part of the benefit of having your, obviously being the cosmetic chemist and doing your own formulations versus somebody that has to uh, outsource that, that aspect of the business is, is that how you guys are able to, I mean, is that what you would say is how you guys are able to offer such competitive pricing is, is based on the fact that you manufacture it in house. Yeah. And so, you know, even with all those, ingredients you think that price would go you know but yes i think it's the benefit of us making the product and also uh we, yeah uh, also you know distributing and you know it's going out directly from here so yes that makes a difference yeah and it's you know i think a lot of people get carried away with uh you know price shopping is is what it is people that want to go with the cheapest product will do that but if you actually, you know, if you actually speak with somebody that's been in the industry for a number of years, has tested multiple products, has tried all these different ingredients, they know what works, what doesn't. A lot of how the skin reacts to different things. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting once people get that deep level of knowledge and they can pick that out. But at the end of the day, as you know, you want to provide your client with the best, most healthiest uh, ingredients possible, which sometimes yes. is overlooked by people looking for some vanity that's, uh, you know, or, or I guess a vain way of looking for something that's maybe super dark or whatever it may be. Right. So there's different yeah. ways to, to go about that. So most of, most of the clients that we have and has been for years, I think they understood one thing that Yes, they are providing a sunless tanning, uh, like spray tan to their clients, but they want to make sure that, that their clients are happy. When they get a spray tan and you have that tacky feeling or dry feeling on your skin, those clients are going to look somewhere else. But when you have a client who, are, who when you spray them with the product that actually feels smooth and supple, and when you even touch it, like it doesn't stay um sticky or wet for a long time i think they start to see that they have a repeat client with the product so you know our spray tan artists have a lot of choices and they can pick and choose but i have to say that when we see the clients that they come back after trying different things and then they send you an email say we tried x y and z and we tried this and uh, we tried iu one of the products from iu and we see this, this, and this difference, it just always makes us smile because that's the result I already know that they should be getting. So it's always nice nice to hear that from the space and artists, you know, telling sure. us that this is what they are experiencing with their clients as well. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if, you know, price is the determining factor, you probably need to look at their, their own pricing because even yeah. if you pay $30 for a court or $80 for a court, right, at the end of the day, so long as you price your your services properly, you know, you're still going to get 12 to 16 tans out of that court. That's a lot of uh, potential ROI there. So, um, and those that, those that don't know what their cost per tan is, we actually created a free calculator. If you just literally go to costpertan.com and check that out, um, Viva, you can share this with people that ask too. You go in there and plug in all these factors and it tells you like, it prints out a PDF that tells you how much it costs per tan. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, people, people are just kind of the, typically what I see with tanning artists when they're starting a business is what should I charge for it? And then they'll look at their local competitors and they'll decide, but they haven't factored in 
travel if they're mobile, they haven't factored in the cost of the solution, sticky feet, you know, maybe if they do a powder afterwards, all these different factors. So we allow them to calculate that out. Obviously it's just a free calculator, but then you say, Oh, the cost per tan is, you know, 375. I can charge $40. Look at that. There's 36, whatever, 25 uh, profit there or whatever. So it's, it's a good way to, and you know, at. the solution cost is like, you can see the solution cost as uh, if you purchase like very expensive to very cheap, you kind of have to know that the solution is only needed 1.5 to 2 hours. Yeah. So really the cost of solution is not as much as you have to think other stuff that you are providing, like your time, um, how, how much time you spend with the client. If you're going mobile canning, how, how far you're going, all those things are more factor than actually solution. So I would say that the product that you're using on a, on a client uh, should be, the best ever possible because that cost is very minimal and you're going to see a lot of repeat clients if they're feeling good on you know yeah. if they're feeling good and they're having a good experience but you providing this i think that's great because um i think a lot of time when you're just beginning you are forgetting the to to um to price in like the travel time or how much are you yeah. like are you spending half an hour with your clients or you 15 minutes you know like all those things to put in factor or your electricity or how much <laughs> you know how many equipment you use that cost is there a different cost involved you know all those things can go into this thing i mean that's great that you provide that Sure. Um, that PDF and they can really, yeah, you should send me a link to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cost I'll send it over to you. But yeah, it's okay. pretty cool little calculator, but I, I think you're spot on with that at the end of the day. I mean, at most you're maybe talking about from the cheapest to the most expensive is, or I should say from the most inexpensive to the most expensive, maybe, maybe at the extreme, like a dollar per tan at most, uh -huh. that's probably on the extreme side. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, that's not the biggest determining factor for the price. Uh, which is which is a great point. Um, yeah. So you guys do some private labeling, I'm assuming for for people. Uh, do you want to shed a little bit of light on that, or share a little bit of information about that? You know how maybe how it works, what it, what it entails, um, if that's a viable option for people. I mean, I get approached by a lot of people that are like, "Hey, I have this idea," uh, you know, and then they want to explore it, but they don't consider the development cost, research, and all that stuff, which is it's no, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you can't overlook, right? Because that's the ultimate right. hurdle to get into it. So whatever you want to share, obviously being in the industry for a couple of decades, you've probably been approached by and work with a number of people. I'd love to share some insights to people that want to explore maybe that as an option down the road. Yeah. So um, we have like a private label. Uh, the only thing is private label can really um, go into different categories. For us, private label is always has been client contacting us and want to have their own product line. We actually listen to them and then work with them. There is none of our products that you see on our website or under our name. We do not give that product and, and then they put their own label. We okay. don't work that way because we think that there is enough ingredients there is enough uh, listening to other that the client who wants to develop the product can really benefit from you know different people can benefit from those different things so we always customize the product for the client so, and I think yes it will take more than nine to twelve months for you to 
really finish that product, you know, because when once you once we listen to the client, we actually uh, get the ingredients, we put together prototypes, you know, and then they test the product. So it takes time. And then we go back and forth, we figure out packaging, you know, all those different things. Yeah. It takes time to develop the product. But I would say that uh, right now, I, in, since 2019, we actually had to stop that part of our formulation thing because um, there is supply chain issue. There's a packaging issue. We run into a lot of things. And our current, we actually have more around 70 to 75 different brands that we make uh, right. and it doesn't have to be, you know, we don't only work with the people who sell uh, to other spray tan artists. We have clients who just use product in their, to their celebrities, or let's say they have an exercise routine, um, like a, what do you call, um, any kind of like a, and I said, exercise routine where they actually do before and after pictures, you oh, know, yeah. things like the, 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 the programs that they have or even the competition tanning. We create so many different products, but we always listen to our clients and listen to them why they want to, to develop the product, what are their needs are, and then we create this product for them. Is it a good idea? Yes, it's a good idea. If you have the time, if you have a really good uh, marketing background, you know, you have to be out and up in front of center, because we have developed for a client where they have spent the money, but they, they were not successful. And then they, we kind of feel bad, you know, because uh. they, they are sitting on a product which could have done so much well with someone who can really can put marketing money behind it. So um, it's a good idea. I mean, everybody has, should explore if they want to. Just need to keep in mind that, you know, it takes time. Yeah. It also takes money. It also takes, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a frustrating that you want to hear from a chemist or a manufacturer <laughs> for weeks or, or yeah. three weeks. And, and, you know, it's because they are also busy. So uh, I think it's just uh, have a patience. If you really want to go that route, just have a patience and know what you want and how you're going to promote that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Just, and this might not be able to be answered, but I'm going to ask anyway, if you could ballpark for somebody that wants to start, I mean, you guys, so let's differentiate private label typically is what you were saying at first. Like we use the same product. I just put grants label on there. You guys don't do that. You only do, you know, a custom development, which might be a few extra ingredients, but at the end of the day, it's still their own product. So if you had a ballpark that the startup costs for somebody to create their own, let's say two or three different solutions, what, what is that going to cost? I mean, are we talking, thousands tens of thousands of dollars i mean you don't have to give me an exact number i'm just curious no no that's fine uh so <laughs> until until now so we have not really um cl closed into the price because every time it's different yeah. um depending on what we are using or concentration of the product you know those things factor will play in but until 2019 we have never actually charged a product development cost because we are chemists. We are a team of chemists who loves to do that. I think that is actually brings the curiosity. Even for us, it brings in a lot of research ingredients. So that part, we never charge money. We actually had the 20 gallon minimum. So let's say once you approve the product, then you have to purchase 20 gallons of minimum product. And let's say if you have 
a regular eight-hour solution or you have a rapid solution, they both count as a separate product. So it has to be each one of them has to be the 20 gallons at a time. So that was our requirement. Um, okay. And when we open up in future again for the custom formulation, we might actually have a cost associated. And right now I can't, I don't really have the sure. exact number for yes. You know, you have to be ready to spend some money if you want to custom formulate the product. Right. No, that's good. I think you guys should definitely have some kind of, uh, you know, that kind of gets rid of the tire kickers. No, no offense, but uh, you know, time is money, right? So yes. maybe, maybe it's a thousand dollar research fee. That's maybe it's, you know, if you, if you end up working together, that's given back to them in, in the initial development of the 20 gallons, but at least, at least, you know, they're serious, right? If they're going to put their money right. where their mouth is. Um, which, you know, which is, the, 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 that part for being serious, I think once you have five to six meetings or phone calls, you can automatically figure out that they're going to stick by or they're going to go away because yeah. it's, I think it's the, it was, it's a persistence on their part as a well, client's part as well to and, and and being on top of the things that we are you know we are working with each other yeah yeah and i, I want to come back to something you brought up and i'll ask you in a second but i think you make a great point about um you know I, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people that are interested and then like once you start digging into people like what is their ultimate goal with creating their own product is it to scratch your own itch is it for them are they you know rolling out multiple locations and if you want to produce that for the masses to, to compete with, with even with um, your own product, I guess I would be competing with IU Sunless and other products, but like, how are you going to differentiate that? Right. A lot of people are like, Oh, we're going to promote it in these Facebook groups, which is great. But you know, at the end of the day, so is everybody else. So how do you set yourself apart? The marketing obviously is always overlooked. I, I feel like still, even for individual yeah. tanning artists, they still overlook the marketing part of it and how challenging it is. It's like trying to figure out a very complex puzzle, but um, you really have to have something behind that. Um, it makes sense in some cases, right? If you're doing your own thing, maybe doing your own training program, those kind of things. But otherwise, you know, I think there's other other places to better invest your time and energy into. Yeah, I mean, marketing is a really, uh, especially like in this is uh, nowadays, a spray tan, before spray tan industry, you got a new product, people are always curious. Now, I think spray tan artists are also being, uh, are smart about it. They look at the ingredient listing. They look at the uh, uh, cost of it, you know, and, yeah. and, and then, so when you brought up, like, you know, they have to, uh, um, one of the reasons we don't put our, like other people's label on our product is that because uh, we also don't want to compete with them, right? Because uh, we have been in the industry for so long, people will say, oh, just get these products. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, people find out that, oh, this product is made by IU. Well, just buy one of these products. And we actually literally get an email saying, I want to match XYZ. We know that you make their product. Can you match? Can you tell us which one of your product is comparable? And I tell it always, we do not. You can, you can really test out all our products to all the people that we make products for. We have, there is no comparison. And that's one of the reasons that we spend time. I actually literally sit, tell, tell the clients, we go back and forth with each and every ingredient. What is the function of that ingredient? How can they market that product differently? Uh, what is the end result going to be? How long it's going to last? You know, sometimes they want a dark bronzer. We tell them like, why would you uh, want to go not more than this bronzer? Like there are so sure. many things that, that we can teach as a manufacturer and they can then take that 
and market themselves totally different than how we are marketing ourselves. And now we are not competing against each other. Right. We have created something for them that they can go out there and be, you know, successful at it because it's different. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's great advice. And I'm glad you guys do that. I think the, you know, the private label thing is a great way for people. It makes more sense with the retail products, right? The, the tan extenders and body washes and so, so on and so forth. Uh, but the sunless products a little bit different. I, everybody wants to hide what they have, but if you want to do that, you know, just take the label off. But at the end of the day, the product means a lot, right? But at the end of the day, the service provider, how they apply it, you know, their yeah. technique, the solution, the actual solution they pick to use all that matters so much uh in that fact in that you know in that factor as well so yeah and something you brought up and i wanted to ask about because i've heard mix mix uh, answers about this question the, the rapid versus the regular dha or, or the tanning is is the rapid a stacked amount of you know dha or is that an actual ingredient that's activated more quickly explain that to us, please, because you are the cosmetic chemist and I've heard mixed results. And, you know, honestly, honestly shy away from answering those kind of questions because it's not my expertise. I can tell people information that I've heard, but that's just regurgitated information. And at the end of the day, I don't know if it's true. So I, I often avoid uh, answering that question. Yeah. So, okay. I understand that there's so many mixed answers here. When I was first uh, exploring rapid, I, I was I just asked the supplier, like, I, I, there is a rapid DHA. So there is an ingredient called rapid DHA. So, but by itself, so the supplier told me this one thing. Um, and he's like, you know, why are you looking outside? You are a formulator. You know which ingredient works together where you can quickly ha have DHA starts react. And you have that idea. Why don't you use that concept and create rapid? And that just, when I was just like, wow, that's exactly what the rapid is. Rapid is not 14%, 22% DHA. Rapid actually is the concentration of the ingredients that in the solution will help DHA to function quickly, like react quickly to the skin. And even though once you rinse off the product, those, those, some of those ingredients are stays on your skin. And one of the reasons we say don't use the soap, you know, don't use certain products right after rinsing off the rapid, because rapid is not just the percent of sex, percent of the DHA, it's the how you process, how you formulate the product and the concentration use of those certain ingredients mm -hmm. that can help DHA to activate quickly. And one of the reasons we actually have 14% DHA in a vino bronzing mist and we have a vino rapid and anybody asks us, can we see the difference? I was like, yeah, here is a sample. Try side by side and decide for yourself if the 14% give you the rapid. All the DHA products, you know, any solution, once you put it on your skin and you rinse off earlier, you're going to get a, some kind of result, right? Because that's how DHA works. It works on your epidermis, on your the protein and amino acid, and, and it's going to live even for, let's say, Sometimes we're working in the back and let's say the, the, the product splashed on us and we went and washed it off. It's still going to develop some color on our skin. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that's the nature of the DHA. But when you really want to sell the product two different ways, a rapid and eight hour, I would always say that, you know, create the rapid as a rapid and leave eight hours at eight hours. You can see the difference and, and your clients would be much more happier when you actually are 
they can rinse off in two hours and they were slightly starting to see the development of color. And it's going to be how you would say it will develop two, two hours for let's say 6% or 8% DHA yeah. or four hours because we have then formulated such a way that your clients will see the difference. So you guys are, uh, if I understand correctly, you're taking the DHA and coupling it with other ingredients that help it adhere more quickly. Is that correct? A rear and function, the reaction goes quickly. Yes, okay. that's how we are doing but people, exactly. But other, other manufacturers or you, I guess, could actually buy the already mixed, I guess, ingredient to make it a rapid? Um, so, I mean, if, <laughs> if they have a formulator chemist, right, and they've yeah. been just working with these things, they can figure themselves okay. out as okay. well. But the, the, I see that very many companies are only calling rapid when it comes to like uh, uh, 16, 12, uh, 22% DHA and they're calling it a rapid. So, you know, but like I meant, uh, said, DHA, you can have 8% and still going to develop if you even rinse off, you know, but that the extensive, uh, uh, the, the strength and the depth of the tan that you're looking for it will work way much more better when you're working with the, uh, the solution that actually created DAPI instead of just higher percentage of DHA DAPI. Gotcha. So you could take a 20% and call it a rapid because they could rinse off and it would still develop color, obviously. So it does. Right. And but the thing is 20%. So for me, that was just a waste of my ingredients because I know that 20%, that's not, that's a lot of DHA. First of all, <laughs> it will dry out client skin like nobody's business <laughs> because, you know, DHA by nature is drying. Then also it's going to make the product sticky because DHA is a carbohydrate, it's a sugar it's going to make your product more sticky. So it's unpleasant on the skin. So why would you want to do that? While you can actually, your, 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 the, the R&D department can really create a rapid product. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I, you know, it's, it's great to learn about that. I think you'll help educate a lot of uh, spray tan artists because the, the, you know, where do people go really for this information to go to manufacturer or, you know, companies like yourself, but at the end of the day, there's no, set in stone, I guess, uh, rules and regulations for this stuff. So people are just getting secondhand information for the most part and maybe right. from other artists even. And like, no, that's not rapid. It's just, you know, 20% or whatever. And like you're saying, it's not as effective. You're wasting in the ingredients. You're making the client experience worse because it's drying their skin. It's really tacky being that it's sugar, sugar derived and all that stuff. So that's, that's interesting uh, information. We're learning some stuff here today for sure. Um, so let's, let's switch gears for a minute. I want to talk about instead of the development side for you guys, for your clients, uh, tanning artists, tanning salons, whatever mobile and, and salon based businesses from the people that you've been around that have been really successful in their businesses. I'm sure you talk to these people on the phone. I remember when I was at Sholi, like we'd hear from the same customers all the time. And you could tell obviously from how often they're ordering, you know, when you're talking to them, how good business is doing, how they're growing uh, and everything like that. So of the people that you speak to or have been clients of IU Sunless for years, what do you say a couple of determining factors are that make the successful businesses versus people that may, you know, may pop up one year and then they're gone the next, you know, I mean, we're, we're the point of the happy tense podcast is to 
put everything in perspective and tell people the real story behind these quote unquote overnight success businesses, right? Or people that look really successful on the mm-hmm. surface, but so much we're, we're trying to unveil all the work that goes into that years of work, you know, to get to that point. So if there's a couple of pointers that you would say, or a couple of things you notice in those people's businesses, we'd love to, to share that with the listeners. Yeah. So I think that um, very first thing I see is them uh, like are them offering customer service. I think they are they are very attentive to their clients. Um, they're listening. Um, they're always, you know, no matter whatever the problem is, they're solving the problem for their clients. So I think the customer service for it's a very good. I, I see that because whenever we're talking, they're always like bringing up. I have a client. Yeah, how this is the problem? Like, how can we solve that? You know, they're always attentive to what their clients' needs are. I think that's a very, very first. Uh, that's a very good thing to have. I think that's the first thing. The second thing I would think is the uh, the. They're always curious to know. They always have a question to how they can get better at something. So they're learning, they're curious, they're researching, they're finding out more stuff. They even sometimes, like, you know, I think most of our clients, they always also go ahead and if something is new, they will try it and they, they will come back and say how it worked or how, why didn't it work and how can they do this different, you know? So I, I think the second word is always learning and be the, the, they always have a curiosity in them to, to finding something that always will, and I think that helps them to keep moving forward you know that's a very important step and I think the third one is the quality of products that they use and the quality of service that they provide I think that that also they're always searching for a high quality product Mm -hmm. they're always also looking for um they're never I mean the cost is a factor but they're also are looking for something that they're going to offer value to their, their clients. So yeah. I know kind of whole thing is customer service and quality and learning and research. I think those three things are, uh, I see that people that have been in business for 20 years and still doing amazing or mm-hmm. people, or client who just started two years ago and gone really uh, 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 successful in two to three years because they're offering, uh, they have all these qualities that they keep on doing. Like, I know I got a call at 12 o'clock at midnight <laughs> and I know most of the people that we, I have, <laughs> um, uh, what do you call, we customize products for, they have my undivided attention as sure. well. So they, I like a phone call. The first thing I didn't pick up because, you know, they're in California, I'm in Tennessee, so the time difference but uh, second time it ran, I'm like, okay, there must be some issues. So I picked up the phone and she's like, oh, we are doing this, this and that, you know, but something happened and the, the client's just like, you know, uh, not taking the can well. And I really need to, to, to figure this one out. And like, we will talk back and forth to figure out. And then, then by two o'clock, I would get a text back saying, hey, thank you. Everything worked out. So I think they're always attentive to their clients. I think that's a very, very important stage, uh, important step for any uh, any uh, businesses, any straight and artists. I think you need to make sure that you are always there for clients, always yeah. listening, stay curious, and offer quality products. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll remember next time I have a tanning question at 1 a.m. to just give you a call a couple times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <you can. laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's funny. It, you know, out of, we asked a question during the podcast to during the regular interview process and say, of, of everything you've done, what's led to the most success in your business or what's helped you grow the most. And almost, almost, I'd say probably 80, 85% is about the customer service. Uh, and, and those people, typically the people that we interview are super on top of the education. Like you say, they always want to learn, try new products, see what they can do to better serve their clients. And ultimately at the end of the day, all that comes back to great customer service and providing a wonderful service um, for people. And, you know, to be honest, some of the most successful businesses you might see, you might look at their tan and say, I can do a tan as good as that. Right. But at the end of the day, they're, they've put in the work they've done, they do the customer service. They're continually educating themselves. And, and oftentimes, you know, in some businesses, it's not the best skilled person or business that succeeds. It's the one that provides the best customer service, keeps this customer at the center of their attention. And they're always learning and educating themselves on yeah. how they can better solve the client's problems, better serve them, whatever that is, uh, which makes sense. And, and obviously the quality product is, is a, is a must. Uh, you have to have something that's good uh, for, for that, or else you won't be in business anyways. <laughs> you want right, to right. yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, that, that's awesome information. Thanks for sharing that. Um, how, and this is an interesting question now with the, with the pandemic stuff kind of flaring back up, I guess, for lack of a better word, but how, how have you seen the, the industry adjust over these past, what has it already been 16, 17 months with this COVID, obviously earlier this year, once it started to, you know, the vaccine came out, people started getting back out there. Businesses, people were like record businesses, you know, April, May, June, July. Um, now we're starting to see a little bit slow down, I think, but I'd be curious how you think the industry's adjusted during this time. I think that, uh, and I, I mentioned in both space and artists, you know, they're like entrepreneurs. And also I think 80% of them are women, you know, they're all go-getters. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when it, time, when it came to the time where, you know, there, uh, there was like, you can't serve, service the clients, you cannot have certain, like we were closed down for like, you know, a couple of months. I think everybody really uh, changed their mindset. I think they still listen to their clients. They uh, like, they stayed very attentive and, offer them um, like a soft tenors and other ways that they can, their, their client can still upkeep with their clothes. And, and I think that that led them to when, as soon as everybody starts to like everything opening up, you know, people getting vaccinated, uh, they've started feeling comfortable to be out and about. I think they saw that these people that they continuously kept in touch, they made sure that, you know, they were looking good the whole time they went right back to them for yeah. the services, you know? So I think that, um, and, and I know that it's because of all these new variants, we are, we're seeing some slowing. And I think uh, month of August is always like a little bit like that. I think as yeah. soon as the Labor Day goes in and homecoming and all that's going to start again, hopefully yeah. we don't have any teacher. I think everything's going to be um, back to normal uh, to all that. And I think they are, like I said, there are 80% of them are women and they're go-getters. I don't see, uh, I, I see the beauty industry. I think most women, it's very women-led and I don't yeah. want to really uh, say only that, but I think they're really, they, they know what they want and then, and, and then they go out and get it. I think I see <laughs> that nothing is going to change. They're going to be successful and I, I think our industry is going to be growing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And I saw, you know, a lot of resiliency during that time. A lot of people, um, we saw a lot of people actually signing up for new websites with us because we saw people wanting to, they actually had time to work on their business with during that downtime, which was great. Obviously, you know, business completely shut off. That like is a shock to the system. Uh You're you're probably a little down for a bit, but if you can focus that energy, like you said, um, keep in touch with the clients, even if it's not like, we're not trying to get you to get a spray tan, obviously, because we're closed down, but Hey, I care about you. You're a client, you're a friend at this point. Like keep in touch with those people. They'll be there back when you come around. Some people were hustling and doing the, you know, the self tanning mooses and the throwing their stuff online and doing all these different kinds of things. So super resilient there. Um, creative, like you said, the go-getters, entrepreneurs, they're thinking outside the box, uh, solving problems, which is all it is. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting to see, you know, once all this, there's still a lot of pent-up demand, I think, for people once everything kind of clears and continues to get better, maybe back to how it was in June and July. Um, at least here, it seemed like people were, it was like nothing even had happened. Um, so hopefully that happens again and, and everybody stays safe during the process for sure. Yeah, that's um, what I, I, that's, that's the only thing we can right now is continuously, you know, make sure that that's the hope for all of us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Staying safe is the number one priority for everybody, for sure. Uh, nothing, nothing compares to that. So um, you mentioned something earlier and I was going to ask about it, about, uh, I think it was your client that calls you at midnight about the, the solution, not taking to the skin. I'm, I'm sure there's like a million different factors that come into play here, but you know, you see that I've seen that often in the forums and people are having issues with that. What, what, what is the main cause for that, that, that you, you, that you see from like a, from a, de- a product development standpoint or how you obviously understand how the product interacts with the skin a lot better than anybody else so how what is the main causes for that is it lack of preparation is it like a lotion just shaving you know i'm sure there's a variety of things but what are the main factors that you would see as the issue there so i would the the main thing is you know what what was just used with prior to the prior to the spray tan session um i think sometimes uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of things that that the, the the client uses which is not uh, which is has a film forming property which actually then inhibits the tan to go um, or someone is perspiring a lot because they just uh, and that's one of the uh, I'm going to say this one thing that I know there is a thing that says oh don't shower before um, before spray tan it's not because you your pores gonna open up or close those that just uh, just that that's just a, a misconception i think the main reason because most people shower with the kind of lukewarm to hot water and when you have that you're perspiring your body so if you just shower and you start to put some products on you're going to be perspiring right so when you're perspired that means the water coming out of your system and you're trying to straighten them it's not going to work it's so you need to make sure that environment that you spray tan is nicely, like it's kept cool, uh, at least the room temperature. And then, you know, the clients are not perspiring. If they are also, if they're also, let's say, you know that they have put something on their skin, then you apply something like a prep spray, which can remove the oil or dirt or any kind of things, any residue that's left on the skin. So there are steps that you can do to make sure that it, it can, you know, you, you can still perform your services. It's just sometimes it takes uh, experience and a practice to get there. Sure. Well, that, that's helpful. I like to, you know, kind of demystifying some of these things about the pores opening and stuff. It's just, you know, things that people have been taught. So it's interesting to hear from, 
you know, uh, somebody whose background is actually developing these products and how they interact with the skin versus people that see it firsthand and what their interpretation is of that. And like, they're going through their head of like, what could this be? Right. Let's say showered, maybe their pores are open, uh, but it makes sense that the pres uh, perspiration and those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, and, and some kind of, obviously my first thought is like, there's some kind of barrier there, right? Some kind of lotion or right. something like, yeah. So something's right. clearly blocking it. Um, your skin's going to absorb it otherwise. So that's great information. Well, Aviva, I feel like we could talk for hours and I could learn I more and more <laughs> stuff. Uh, we might have to bring you back again, but I want to thank you on behalf of myself and the entire uh, Habitants community for sharing your time and insight with us. If anybody wants to check out IU or AYU Sunless, they go to ayusunless.com and check them out. Do you guys offer free samples and those kind of things or is it paid samples in case? Yes, we have a paid sample. Okay. Um, they can just sign up, sign in as a, a professional uh, and then the only reason that we used to uh, send out free samples, but you know, over time, like you say, two decades, you learn something that yep. someone who's going to really try those things, they're going to pay for it. And then they're going to try it when you, they have accumulation of a lot of samples, then really yeah. it's going to sit on the corner and never be used. So um, I think I had to learn that a hard way, but yeah. uh, so we always have a face sample. It's very, we send out actually eight ounces samples so that thoroughly can figure out after doing a full, full body can uh, with that to see if the product is, you know, compatible, what they want to use, or is it working on a different skin type and things like that. So, um, yes, but you can always contact Ayusun. You can go on ayusunless.com, sign up as a professional, and feel free to reach out to us via, you know, all social media things as well. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And yeah, I agree about, I remember at Sholi, the free samples. I don't know if they do them anymore, but it was like, you know, you got the sample, the product, and you ship. At the end of the day, it's like 10, 15 bucks for a free sample. You never hear back from this person. Um, yeah. Sometimes we would like, you know, somebody bought something. We'd also send a sample of something else, maybe something new to get them interested. But at the end of the day, people are going to pay if they're serious, you know, for the cost. It's, it's minimal for a business. So I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. Well, Viva, uh, it's great to, spend more time with you. I'm always, uh, always enjoy speaking with you. You're a very kind and great person and generous to share your time with us. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys continue to grow in this industry. And if there's ever anything we can do, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out, but thanks so much uh, for sharing your time. And again, ayusunless.com. If you want to check them out, Viva's uh, readily available there. I'm sure she'll answer your questions. You can find her online as well. So Viva, thank you so much again. And I hope you have a wonderful day and happy tanning. Thank you, Grant. Thank you for inviting me. Thank You're you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.